tell you what, just for you, I won't go home. I'll just stay here and we'll push on through to 10. And um, yeah, I think I've got, I think I've got a little bit of Braveheart coming up in the second hour. A little bit, it's gone, it's gone, it's gone quite 90s and uh, quite sort of um, Spielberg. Spielberg? Um, looking at, uh, sorry, nope, you're not team. Can't help. Uh, but shall we do the nine o'clock news, gang? Yeah, let's. Uh, whoop, whoop. Good whooping for yourself there. I'm just gonna organize, everything's fine. Oh, nothing's fine. Across Battersea, Putney and Ballam, this is Wandsworth Radio News. Another hot day. Fantastic. Excellent. There's nothing I love more than just melting at work. Yay! Uh, thanks very much, Alan. See you in half an hour. Half an hour. Woo! Um, find some good news, eh, won't you? Cheers very much. Thanks, Kayla. Bye. Uh, she hates it when I talk to her. She just runs out of the door. So, gang, hi. It's nine o'clock. Um, my voice has gone considerably less soothing because it's no longer classic ones earth. Now, it's Kirsty forgot that she had to do another hour and hasn't really prepared. Yay! Uh, sadly, Tim isn't with us at all tonight. He is rehearsing for uh, some plays in at Putney Arts Theatre. I'm sure uh, the girls at Spotlight have more on that, but I think it's called The Vortex and I think it's on soon. And so he'll be really pleased with how supportive I'm being with that. But that's where he is tonight. He's got a rehearsal and he is sad to not be able to be with us. But he will be back. Mm, I say that. He might be back next week. I might be back next week. Who knows? Uh, we are patchy at best, much like the cloud cover in Wandsworth. Um, so if you missed the last hour, what the devil, where have you been? Um, I've been here just chatting uh, factinis, as I've decided that I like to call them now, and is not a word that has been copyrighted by Radio 2 in any way, and uh, playing music uh, from classic scores from the last, well, I say decade, from 1939 to 18, <laughs> 1985, so a while. But we might just continue that uh, on simply because um, I haven't been to the cinema. I know, I know. Contain yourselves, sit down. It's, it's, it's overwhelming to think that I, Kirsty Harrison, who went to the cinema five times last year, hasn't been this week. Um, I did mean to go and see Bad Moms. I was going to go. I had a whole feminist diatribe ready, whether or not I liked it, to be honest. Um, but I didn't because it was the bank holiday weekend and I went outside and had fun because it is beautiful out there. And whilst the cinema is a wonderful place to go, is it? it's not necessarily worth depriving yourself of vitamin D. Uh, just to go and watch um, what looked like a budget female hangover. I might still go and see you next week and then talk to you about it then, but yeah. Hi, sorry, I didn't really stop for breath there, did I? Uh, if you want to get in touch with me tonight, that'd be great. I'd love to hear from you. You can either tweet us, um, me personally, <laughs> Uh, the show at Tim Kirsty on Twitter. You can email Tim and Kirsty at onesworthradio.com. That's T I M A N D K I R S T Y at onesworthradio.com. I think I should make that into a funky jingle. And also, you can get in touch with me just generically through Onesworth Radio at Onesworth Radio on Twitter if you'd like. Uh, it would be it would be jolly nice to hear from you. So when where where I left it at uh, five to nine was in 1985 and in Russia, deepest darkest coldest, uh, woolly hattiest Russia. And we're going to go from Russia to space um, with a little piece. Uh, I'll, I'll warn you now, because quite a lot of this is now um, 
in the 90s and thereafter. It's going to be quite James Horner based because he is one of my favourites and he's amazing. And he's done a lot of very cool things in the last 30 years. Uh, so this is the main theme from Apollo 13. Might not be all of it, might just be a little bit. Um, but enjoy it and, and, and stop, yeah, stop talking. me a massive liar because I am uh, I, I said that we were in Russia just before the news we weren't we were in Africa it was out of Africa obviously um, John Barry's out of Africa theme which guess who won an Oscar for that John Barry did yeah um, a very interesting score actually if you take it uh, as a whole it's got a lot of outside interesting pieces um, I think there's some Mozart in there and some uh, in, interesting African uh, music and put all together um, a, a fantastic deep and kind of um, as as vast as the savannah I'm sorry I said that it's uh, it's cracking but it's a really good film as well out of Africa I don't know if you've heard of it it's this little <laughs> it's, it's so hip I'm you mainstream listeners may not have uh, I've heard of it before anyway that was that and this was Apollo 13's main theme by James Horner Apollo 13 being Ron Howard's favorite film made by Ron Howard um, which is pretty good isn't it I wonder if he watches it a lot it probably does. They made a whole other uh, mini-series after they'd made that, didn't they? I don't remember what it was called. Um, but I do know that uh, after the they'd premiered the film or it had been shown in, uh, I don't know, focus group or something, Ron Howard uh, asked for feedback or uh, kind of opened, opened up to discussion. And somebody, most of the people obviously said it was great and everything, but somebody wrote to say that there was no, it was unrealistic because there was no way that the, those men would have survived that mission because that person was unaware that the film was based on a true story because sometimes people are like that, aren't they? That's just, that's just the way it is. Not everybody knows everything and you can't expect them to. Don't be so judgy, Kirsty. Jeez. Um, yeah again i'm sorry for this hour it's a little bit slapdash i think probably what we'll do is i'll just play a lot of music um and then if, if anything occurs to me in between tracks i'll come in and say hello um i'm sure i mean we've all uh to actually to just just to deviate from the the scores a second um uh, i think we'd have, we've all obviously we've heard um about the passing of gene wilder um and i'm i think everybody is obviously very sad that Willy Wonka has passed and I know that a lot of people out there are actual are, are long-term fans of Gene Wilder and we'll look soon all stir crazy and see no, hear, see no evil hear no evil and like the producers and Blazing Saddles and everything um, and but it does seem like it's caused a real effect in people uh, in the childhood that that such some somebody as big and as full of life as the character Willy Wonka as portrayed by uh, Gene Wilder um, has has passed away um, I think one of the, the f most interesting things about uh, Mr. Wilder, who obviously I didn't know at all, and who I was, um, I mean, Young Frankenstein is, is amazing, and he uh, has a hell of a body of work. Um, but what he was able to do with Willy Wonka to make him both a character that you 
you couldn't trust and you didn't trust, um, but also that you wholeheartedly loved and would follow into this world of wacky mischief. And then at the very end, when he's betrayed by everyone except Charlie and he loses, just loses it. He's just, you know, the whole, I said good day. Uh, he's so angry. And he met, he manages to be both hilarious and in physical comedy and also so full of pathos because he was so devastated that the buckets, the good ones, would also have, you know, failed, have broken their contract. Of, and he, uh, I just thought he, uh, that was a magnificent performance. He was a magnificent performer and it is a crying shame that, that everybody has to go at some point. Um, and yeah, but Mel Brooks is up in Edinburgh at the moment doing, I think, showing some of his old films. I believe he's got a showing of either Blazing Saddles or Young Frankenstein uh, in the works this week, which I'm sure will be a very difficult um, experience for everybody involved, but also like a wonderful way to memorialise um, uh, Gene Wilder at this at this time. And so to do a little thing, I mean, I, I know the girls at Spotlight uh, played the very lovely um, p- uh, Pure Imagination in their show, but I'm going to go a slightly different way. I d- I'm not... <laughs> I wanted so badly to play uh, Putting on the Ritz from Young Frankenstein, but sadly I can't find it anywhere. Um, so instead we're going to have the theme from Blazing Saddles. Uh, so long away, Cooked. Ah, it's cracking, isn't it? Um, I, uh, if you're going to watch any Gene Wilder film that wasn't Willy Wonka at the moment, I would recommend Blazing Saddles. I would also recommend Young Frankenstein. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> help me with these bags. Um, it, it's, it's just good. It's just good. Um, I'll stop that. So, so uh, stuff. Cinema, innit? Um, I have a local event to tell you about that I think you should put in your diaries because it is on Saturday and it looks like it's going to be the beginning of something beautiful. Um, the I want to get this right, so come with me and squeak. Walk this way. Uh, the Royal Hospital for Neurodisability in Putney are hosting their first ever outdoor cinema pop-up screening thing, whatever the kids today are calling watching a film projected on a building and it is uh, their summer cinema and they have an afternoon showing for um, babies and families starting at uh, gates open at one and the film starts at three of uh, Pixar's Inside Out what amazing how fitting for a hospital of uh, on you know neuro stuff to play Inside Out that was perfect and then in the evening times uh, gates open what well, doesn't say whether or not they kick everybody out and then let you back in again but gates open at half past six for uh, the film beginning at half past seven for a showing of Mrs. Doubtfire. Just a brilliant film. I really like that the um, the Inside Out ties nicely into you know neurology and brains and stuff. And Mrs. Doubtfire is just funny. So that is at the uh, at the RHN, I believe is the way that you say it. <laughs> um, and you can get onto to their website at www.rhncharity.org.uk um, or find them. I'm pretty sure they're uh, they're online as well. At, yeah, they are at Twitter at RHN UK, and you can uh, book tickets. Uh, it is. It looks like it's going to be fun. They've got uh, they've got bouncy castle and uh, popcorn and ice cream and don't eat all those at once because you'll 
vomit. And then, oh, there's a wood-fired pizza and a bar for the grown-ups in the evening. And tickets uh, look like they start from, or they don't, they just are. Uh, they start from £6 for children and £10 for uh, adults during the day. And then if you're, they, they must kick you out and bring you back in again. Because in the evening, adults, uh, £12, concessions, 9 um, I don't know, maybe if you get in touch with them, there's some sort of day deal. Who knows? But uh, if you don't know, the uh, the Royal Hospital for Neurodisability is located in Putney on West Hill. Um, their postcode is SW153SW. And I'll be honest with you, I'll be going there if I can, because that looks like it's going to be an absolute blast. Um, only though, if they let me, a grown woman, on a bouncy castle. Yeah, I, I, I honestly don't like my chances either. Right, so uh, back from um, the world of local news and um, comedy farty westerns uh, to my homeland, to my people. What? Uh, That's right, Wigan. No, no, Scotland. Uh, Another um, James Horner uh, piece, I guess probably one which also won an Oscar, but this is Sons of Scotland. That's right, get it together, feel patriotic. Uh, Sons of Scotland from Braveheart. Do you not feel incredibly patriotic? Because I tell you, I do. And I know he's still playing some really, really low-level flute or something there. Yeah, yeah, sure, flute. Um, or I've got tinnitus. It's one of the two. That, as I say, was Sons of Scotland from Braveheart by James Horner. Um, crack and peace. Now, I've smushed quite a lot of um, things into the second half of this show because of my lack of facts or... or um, useful brain power uh so i think we're just going to push straight on and um ha (laughs) speaking and we're going to go from way back in uh the 90s i can't go i haven't got a date for um braveheart actually what do you reckon 94 should we look it up let's look it up together um place your bets now please we're racing on the arabian derby team to play it now I really wish I was much more mobile with my microphone. 95! Oh, one year. I'm going to give myself one year either way and be correct. Yeah. Um, so we're going we're gonna to leap from um, a Scottish war, war zone um, to um, Pixar. We're going to go a bit Pixar-y and we're going to go to the, um, a lovely couple meeting, growing up, falling in love, spending their lives together, um, courtesy of Michael Giacchino's Married Life from Pixar movie up. fun in it uh, that's red rubicon uh, by cloud boy from big hero 6 what's what's that noise oh <laughs> it's the end of the track i thought it was a train <laughs> sounds a bit just, just gonna light up <clears throat> happen <clears throat> cool that was <laughs> that was the end of that red rubicon by cloud boy from big hero 6 
So in local news, uh, kind of, remember last week we did, uh, you might, you may not, we did a roundup of the things that were happening in local cinemas in the Wandsworth area. Uh, just to recap, uh, we're usually based Tooting, Balham, Barrasie, Putney. Just, I still have to sing it in my head, even though I know for a fact those are the places. Um, I don't have quite as an in-depth uh, cover as I do, but I did discover, because uh, Tim, I said to Tim that we had a hidden cinema in Putney, um, and I kind of meant the cat's back, which A, isn't hidden, we talk about it all the time, and B, technically isn't in Putney, but we actually do have one. Um, I don't know if anybody ventures all the way down, anyone who lives in Putney or is aware of their area, ventures all the way down the lower Richmond Road to the Spencer Arms, um, but stop before you get to the Spencer Arms because there's a little cafe there called Brew. Um, they have other branches around the borough and uh, that the Putney one has uh, been showing, <laughs> apparently, um, films outside in their outdoorsy bit uh, every um, Friday, I think. Yes, every Friday uh, for this summer and is continuing to do so uh, for the next few weeks. Now, um, I'm quite excited because on the 25th of September they're playing The Nice Guys, which I didn't get to see, and uh, the 30th of September they're playing Florence Foster Jenkins, which again, I didn't get to see. Um, um, sadly, st- well I say sadly, other people might like it, um, on the 2nd of September they're playing Ride Along 2, which is uh, the sequel to Kevin Hart and Ice Cube's buddy cop drama comedy <laughs> it is not a drama at all um yeah ride along too which is uh relatively recent i think it only came out and uh even if I'd, I'd, it must have come out over here otherwise they wouldn't be able to show it on an outdoor screening thing but it's a it's 2016 film so it's 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 quite a it's quite a coup for brew <laughs> just you guys <clears throat> enjoy that little joke and uh our good friends at the cat back at cat's back their september season is well i guess you could say it's love and romance but it's not the ordinary kind of love and romance it's a little bit twisted a little bit sad a little bit different they're playing amongst other things um casablanca true romance uh, the zombie film Warm Bodies, which it was unexpectedly fairly enjoyable when I saw it at the cinema, um, and uh, Bonnie and Clyde. And there's a couple of other things also showing, um, but I haven't got them written down. Uh, but Bonnie and Clyde, which is brilliant and is also a true um, uh, off-key romance, much in the way that true romance is. They're very, very similar romantic styles. <laughs> but if you live in the Wandsworth area and you like good pubs and you like good films, then you can get yourself to the Cat's Back on, uh, I think it's Monday, nope, Sundays and Fridays. Ignore me. So intersperse your Fridays at Brew with your Fridays at Cat's Back. Catch all the classics and new releases uh, throughout September. Yeah. I am gonna play a little bit of Ennio Morricone for anybody who thought, hey, here, that Cloud Boy song's got words in it and that's not the point. You, you, um, from Il Bueno, Il Cattivo, Il Bruto, uh, Good, the Bad, the Ugly. That's always good, isn't it? I love Ennio Morricone and I just love that tune. It's fantastic. I was trying to look up um, and find out. You know the 
Like, that can't just be somebody going. Um, kind of is. Well, it's not. It's a harmonica, but um, it, it is. So it's it's a person making, you know, a noise with with an instrument, like how instruments work. But um, it's was initially and uh, before that was used by an o- an ocarina. I only know an ocarina from playing uh, Final Fantasy as a youth. So I didn't. I thought that wasn't a real f- instrument. It's kind of like a flute, I think. But uh, I, I, in in uh, future arrangements of the good, the bad, and the ugly theme, people have just gone, which I think is even better than a harmonica. Just go lo-fi, do it with your hands. Um, yes, I I really like that theme, and I hope you do too. Um, I, I earlier on I claimed I wasn't going to play anything from Back to the Future. <laughs> What was that? We love ones with radio sting. How dare you interrupt Alan Silvestri? And I know I'm doing it as well. But outraged face and outraged face noises. Well, that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't one of those. So not to beat him because I can't. Who could possibly try? Um, but I've got a little bit of international box office factoids for you. Oh. Factinis, I'm not allowed to say that other one. Um, so in Japan, a new film has been released by the name of Your Name. Um, shall we try to uh, Kimi no no Kimi no Nawa? Let's just stick with the English because I know how to speak that vaguely. Uh, so Makoto Shinka's new film Your Name uh, has earned one. Oh come on, Kirsty, you can do this. One yen in three days in the Japanese cinema. Now, I think that turns over to about $12 million by the looks of things, um, which doesn't sound like a lot, being as Tim's always banging on about things making hundreds of million dollars in their opening weekends. But they think, they, they box offices in Japan and uh, j- journalists estimate that they've sold 688,000 tickets uh, in three days to a film that's opened on 301 screens. I can't even do the maths on how many people must be in those screens and how many times they're showing the film in order to sell that many tickets in three days for 300 screens. And uh, they reckon it'll gross about 6 billion yen. Saying billion is great. It sounds like loads, doesn't it? Uh, 6 billion yen is $58 million. To me, I I don't know Japanese uh, film statistics. I know. I'm shocked. I'm sorry. I've let you all down. But it does sound like, like that's a lot. Like, that's a lot. Like, well done, uh, this guy. It is, by the looks of things, a Japanese anime film. Um, th- the, the poster features some um, some schoolgirls. It, it looks, I mean, they might just be teenagers. It's it's not, you know, tip, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I just know that that's how much it's done. It looks, the space, they're, they're looking around. It, it looks very whimsical and, and beautiful. Um, and they're wearing... <coughs> short skirts so yeah uh, apparently he this chap Shinkai Shinkai also wrote the script for um, Spirited Away 
which is two people who have done Spirited Away things. Do you know what would be great now if I had some <laughs> some music from the soundtrack to Spirited Away? I don't, I'm afraid. God, that would have been great. Uh, I do have. It's no way in any way related, but we are going to play uh, Pan's Labyrinth Lullaby because why not, eh? deliciously eerie lullaby isn't it really is um i like i like that a lot it's got a little chills up my spine uh kind of speaking of monsters as we kind of almost were uh i don't know if we've spoken about it before but liam neeson and felicity jones the it current it girl the girl du jour uh have a film called the Mo- a monster calls which was due to come out in uh, october it's actually been pushed back to december to uh kind of distance it from actually being a horror film because uh it isn't it's a it's a rather sad film um well the it's based on a book from 2011 and the monster is not a monster monster but it is a it's a a yew tree who kind of comes to the a a 12 year old boy's uh window when he's dealing with his mother played by felicity jones um and her uh i think terminal illness i think uh if i remember correctly from reading about the book at the time and it's uh, and liam neeson did motion capture to be this big yew tree uh, so they're moving it back to christmas where i think it's meant to be more or seen more as a family film um doesn't sound i mean uh, could have a, a a warm meaningful sort of thread through the middle of it but uh, it doesn't sound particularly Christmassy to me um in other news uh internationally uh Brian Cranston Steve Carell Lawrence Fishburne are starring in Richard Linklater's next film so we'll see that in 2082 uh <laughs> it is apparently it's been long in the works adaptation of a book called Last Flag Flying I don't know about you but long in the works things tend to turn out to be absolute balderdash uh, if you've cared about this too much if you've put your entire heart and soul into making this project it's going to be bad a prime example is um what's his name it's not steven soderbergh is it he directed toys oh i'm just gonna look up um one of i actually really like it it's a it's a toys is a robin williams film with uh, joan cusack in it it is absolutely bonkers it's got michael gambon in it um they Robin Williams and John Cusack play a brother and sister who inherit a toy factory from their eccentric dad. They're both absolutely bonkers. Michael Gambon plays their uncle who tries to take over using war, um, war toys. And their cousin is played by LL Cool J who is also uh, sort of in the war side trying to take over. It is completely nuts. It is an absolute... It's not a child-friendly film either, by the way, just because it's called Toys. It is weird. And my brother and I watched it when we were young a lot, and it is a strange old film. Um, And it is Barry Levinson. That's who it was, Barry Levinson. He wanted to make this film with Robin Williams for, for 10 years they worked on the script. Um, and or he worked on the script, sorry, Barry Levinson, and it is an absolute nightmare. So I say, if you want to adapt something, just do it quickly. Get it, get it done, get in, get out, you're over. Um, and that's that. That's my thoughts on that. Uh, what else? Oh, things that are opening at the cinema this weekend. Just in case you want to go, I know it's uh, outside the realms of possibility, but things that are out uh, include Cafe Society, Woody Allen's new film with uh, Kristen Stewart. I think Blake Lively and Eisen, Eisenberg? What's Jesse? 
you know him Mark Zuckerberg's in it and uh, that's been received well I think it's quite good uh, I hear it's um, from from my friends in the know that it is enjoyable um, not exactly his best work but certainly not his worst uh, that is Harold, um, <laughs> Woody Harrelson Woody Allen's <laughs> and um, uh, also uh, Sausage Party which if you are a fan of uh, uninhibited, uninhibited terrible bad taste movies then by all means go and see Sausage Party apparently is gleeful in its own filth um it's got a hella stellar all-star voice cast and if you are going in to see a grown-up film and you expect to see a grown-up film then i have no doubt that you'll laugh quite a few times uh but please 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 don't take your children please don't take other people's children unless you don't like those people in which case do take the children because it, 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 it ain't right lads it ain't right and things coming out in the future oh what bridget jones's baby that's coming out some stuff about a dog you know things films uh, left, right, and centre. And happy birthday, Cameron Diaz. It's always nice to get one in, isn't it? So that's my show, gang. Thank you so much for sticking about. Um, I was going to play. I'm not going to because I, th- I think uh, it's it's foolish of me to do it. I was going to play um, my favourite song from one of my favourite films, which is Dance With Me Tonight by The Wonders from That Thing You Do. Um, I think one time, sometime in the coming weeks or months, uh, whether or not Tim likes it, we're going to have Tom Hanks Night, where we just play films, music from Tom Hanks films, um, and that would very much include That Thing You Do and Joe Versus the Volcano, and maybe just those two films, because those are my favourites. So I'm going to leave you with Harry Potter theme, because it's good, isn't it? And I couldn't get the Lord of the Rings one, which is... kind of across the board everyone says and I kind of agree the best uh, soundtrack so far of the 21st century yeah 2001 was Lord of the Rings wasn't it? Um, but heck heck fire Harry Potter and the Hedwig's theme it's a pretty close second isn't it okay love you guys I'll see you next week take it easy peace <laughs>